And we are live on a beautiful Tuesday night in December, all in on high school sports. Jennifer Valenti. Good evening. Kurt Valenti, all in on high school sports. How are you? I'm well. Yourself? I'm good. You know, um, I wish I could say good about Christmas shopping, but um, <laughs> other than that, uh, things are things are good. Knicks are on. Broncos in a playoff race. So, um, yeah, on sports-wise, it's good. Steph Curry broke the record, correct? Did Steph Curry did break the record, and Steph Curry broke my heart because, <laughs> again, the article was up that he was one pick away. He wanted to be a Nick. His father said to Golden State, don't pick him. He wants him to go to the New Knicks. And Don Nelson and Golden State picks him, and the rest is history, rest not is in history. a good way. Well, not, no, not a good way for New York, but definitely a good way. You can't say he didn't have a successful career there so far. And you know what? I just want to point out that before the game, I actually sent you this tweet. I don't know if you got to see it. Um, Ray Allen and Steph Curry were, um, you know, courtside and just the uh, consummate professional in Ray Allen, you know, the, uh, his records being broken and okay. nothing but supportive. You just like to see, um, you know, records are made to be broken, right? So it's nice to see the one who has the record support the one who's there to, to break it. So it's just a nice sportsmanship moment in sportsmanship at the professional level. Okay. Um First things first, without that, I hope uh, everybody and you like the new Christmas screen is back up. Decorations. I did yep. a couple decorations today, uh, so hopefully that uh, looks good. We'll add some more for the K&K tomorrow. Um, Kenny's saying we're not on YouTube, but I do see that we are on YouTube, okay. so it's probably on a little delay. Okay. Yes, definitely um, is delayed, so... There's uh, Dr. John saying, hey, guys, I'm going to let Coach Pierre take the interview tonight. I can't compete with him on the mic. You're in for a treat. <laughs> oh, awesome. I can't wait. So, uh, uh, so Dr. Well, John, real quick, uh, just let me get Kenny. Evening all, and welcome to the greatest high school sports talk on earth. Well, Coach Dr. Dr. John's comment is a great segue to, um, you know, what our, who our guests are, what's on the agenda tonight. So tonight we welcome Coach um Ashley Pierre from Irvington Football. We will be talking about his uh, team's sectional and regional championship. So, should we let him in? Yeah, one more thing, just so yeah. the audience knows what else on the show oh, tonight. Of course, uh, of course. Go ahead, you can. Well, we uh, I neglected to mention that after we're chatting with Coach Pierre, we have um, some awards, some postseason awards that we'll be doing team of the year, um, coach of the year, and just a general recap and a. Uh, Way too far in advance. Look yeah, ahead. Yeah, a little look ahead. A couple of quick hitters for you and I. Yeah. Uh, we'll be doing a non-public and a public team of the year. And uh, I'm excited. We'll go over how we pick them. Yep. And uh, I'm excited for the results for that. So uh, if you want to bring Coach in, Absolutely. that's fine. Let's bring him in right now. All right, there's Coach. Looks like his audio is still getting set. So we'll just give him okay. a second. And let me sure that's squared away. Absolutely. See if he can hear us as well. It looks like it's good. Hey, Coach, can you hear us okay? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yes, perfect, perfect. Welcome to the How show. How you guys doing? Good. good. What's up, Coach? How you guys doing? How's everything? Very good. Thank you. Very good. First good of all, congratulations are in order. So uh, we'll get more to that. But I wanted to start by saying that. And please allow me to officially introduce you to our audience. We are joined by head coach of Irvington football, Coach Ashley. Wait, wait, oh. wait. Head coach of Irvington football, head coach of state sectional champions, Irvington hey, football, hey, and hey, group five. Coach. Coach, I'm sorry, group always, four. He, group four yeah. state champions. This is why he doesn't do it, because that's in my that's my next <laughs> sentence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're not shortchanging coach tonight. We're we're a hundred ways to do it. There we go. There we go. This is how it goes. <laughs> hey, 
head coach since 2016. This season, his team finished 11-2. They were North Jersey Section 2 Group 4 sectional champions and went on to win the Group 4 Regional Championship as well, making history at Irvington, bringing home that title for the first time in the 102 years of the program. Did I get that correct, Coach? Absolutely. Absolutely. You got it right. You hit it right on the nose. (laughs) Coach, let me ask you this. And again, congratulations, but I'm going to go off script right now. You have to tell me there's there was at least one person or that you know that you're aware that said, I was alive the last time Irvington won that sectional title. Hey, I don't know anybody. <laughs> anybody. That would be hey, pretty I, amazing. <laughs> all right, Jen, you're, you're up. No, oh, I'm up. up. All right, coach. Um, so like Jen said, 102 years, you finally get that sectional title. Um, what does it, what does it mean? What does it mean for you, the team, and then for the school and the community? I think it means, it means it's, it means so much. It's, you know, for the, you know, for public school one, public school inner city football, um, in Essex County, I think it means, it means a lot, um, to be able to get it done first time in school history, you know, the alums, I've been, I've been getting a a ton amount of um, like love from, from alumni from 1970, 1960 that have been coming back and just sharing and spreading love to the kids and to the program itself that are just super excited. It felt like, it felt like the, you know, it felt like everybody won um, when we kind of took care of the sectional title. I think we were around like the first ones. Um, I think we played before East Orange, the night before East Orange played. So I think we were kind of like the first one in the city. And I felt like, the love, the amount of people that showed up to that sectional title game was, wasn't was just from Irvington. I think we had people from Hillside, Irvington, East Orange, um, all over, you know, everyone all over Essex County that was just there to support watching us win and wanting us to win. Um, so it, it meant that much. I think it meant super, it meant a lot to us as a, as a unit, as a program, but it meant so much for the surrounding towns and just for the culture itself to be able to get it done. Nice. Very nice, Coach. Um, you know, we're all about um, highlighting, of course, coaches and their programs, but we really yeah. like to try to give um, the players as much notoriety as possible. So I want to give you the opportunity to highlight some of your players that, you know, were um, played a, a big role for you this season. I think we had a, I think we had a, a, a tremendous group of kids this season. Um, you know, Justin Evans, who's one of the best two-way players in the state of New Jersey, played tremendous force. Tafara Thompson played tremendous for Zamar Grove, who's also finished with 12 sacks as well. Nasir Shabazz, um, Don Shula, who's a Notre, a Notre Dame commit. Our quarterback, Saquon Gordon, played huge for us. Um, Fama Ture, which is one of the best athletes in the 2023 class. Uh, Nas Addison, Kashir Desir, uh, Jeffrey Gunn. I, I, it's just so many. Lindsley Theralong and, and Omar Jackson. I think a lot of those guys... And I think collectively as a unit, we've been grinding since last December. When I say grinding, we've been working to a level that simulates a, a collegiate program. Um, and we, our guys haven't taken it foot off the gas. They just worked, worked, worked day in and day out. And at times we were there until about nine o'clock at night. And people are, sometimes people are like amazed, like, why are you guys there so long? And the reward is, you know, we was able to kind of win, win it all this year. And, uh, the other reward is a lot of those guys are going to play on the highest level of college football uh, moving forward. So it's a reason to everything we do. It's a, it's a purpose and um, it keeps our kids safe and it ultimately allows our kids to understand what work ethic is. 
That's right. That actually kind of leads me into my next question a little bit. If I'm not mistaken, tomorrow is the um, first day that uh, Class of 2022 football players can sign their national letter of intent, correct? So I was wondering if you had some players who were um, prepared to – I know Dr. John was on earlier and he kind of highlighted some of your players and where they were getting recruited by, but um, I don't want to give anything away if you don't want to say it tonight, if it's a bigger surprise. Now that I'm thinking of it, I'm like, wait a minute. Maybe he doesn't (laughs) want to say it. No, 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 no. You know, we're, we're so family oriented at Irvington High School. We never want to kind of spot. We kind of just use the second signing day to make it a huge celebration for all of us. Um, there are some guys that are going to sign tomorrow, but we won't celebrate. We will do one celebration, which is kind of different than what we do. Um, so Justin Jenkins is signed tomorrow um, to a school, and we'll celebrate him only because he's um, he's enrolling early. So he's going to be our first our first ever student athlete that's able to enroll early in the school. So he'll have to report um, to school on January 8th. So he oh, won't be wow. around wow. in February, but the other, you know, the other six, seven, eight, nine guys will, will kind of sign in February and we'll do a big celebration for them in February. Oh, that's, that's awesome. A we'll couple of comments from our good friend, Kenny Kirkpatrick. Congrats, Coach Pierre and Dr. Taylor. Been truly a pleasure following your team this year. Looking forward to the interview. Uh, Irvington players, students, alumni, and the whole Irvington community. Congratulations. Appreciate that. Thank you. Coach, I know one thing that, um, I mean, we, by just following you guys, we've realized, but Dr. John, when he comes on, he he always emphasizes it, is your schedule and how week in and week out, it's, I mean, it might be one of the toughest schedules in the state of New Jersey. So, you know, a schedule like that, like people always say, you want to get tested. How, How did that schedule help you guys? you know, finish the job and help you guys win this sectional title? I think it fits into who we are, you know, program-wise. I think we we preach Irvington tough. Our community is a tough town. Um, we never want the easy way out, and I think it always prepares up, prepares us for the battle, and it prepares us for the end. So we, we kind of go year in and year out, try to get the toughest schedule out. Um, and I think a lot of the times that's what kind of separates us from most, most um, public schools. Right. And not a lot of people can say that they have a tough schedule and they was was able to kind of take care of business with the tough schedule that they have. Um, we always try to, we, you know, we keep the mindset that we're the best of the best. And we feel like we're the best public school out in the state of New Jersey. And we feel like the schedule kind of answers that and allows us to, to think that way. We play the toughest of the toughest. And when we get to the postseason, it kind of helps us out because we've already been battle tested. We've been in situations where we've been down at the half. We've been down with points in the fourth quarter. Um, so we, it's never a frantic moment or a, pa- a moment where we kind of panic. Um, and that showed during our course of the postseason this year. When we were down in some games at the half, or we were down in the third quarter, fourth quarter, we were kind of we were able to kind of persevere and overcome because we've been in those situations many times and we were able to stay tough and be, we were able to win games. So uh, it's meant to what we do as a testament to who we are as a program. Uh, John Beelan saying big ups to Coach Pierre. Congrats on the year. Kurt, we need to get to summer camp next year. He's like, he wants to get to summer camp out there. Coach, I want to go off off script one more time because, um, again, you guys were in the same bracket at Ramapo, and I know we spoke with Dr. John about it. But, uh, you know, just the class – uh, just like what what a class thing you guys and Northern Highlands and Middletown South did with because you yeah. know you guys were all in it you know everyone just says oh it's Northern Highlands but it, I mean you guys were involved in that too you know I mean yeah. in, in essence you guys probably gave up a right to Rutgers or MetLife or you know um, 
you know, that weekend, probably MetLife, I guess, because you guys still play there, but going to MetLife, and uh, it's just a classy thing I think you guys, like I said, you guys and those other schools did, and because uh, I, I, I coached with Coach Gibbs, and I mean, I know how great of a coach, how great of a guy he was, and, um, you know, to see something where it's like, like Dr. John came on and was like, no, you know, I forgot his words, but not even like a thought about it. It's done. We're signing off. And, uh, it's just, you know, like, again, as a, as a former coach to see you guys do that, it's unbelievable, uh, respect what you guys did. And I think we had one of the toughest, I feel like we had one of the toughest brackets in the state of New Jersey. You know, at some point in time, we were all kind of ranked in the top 20, whether it was Ramapo, whether it was Irvington, whether it was Middletown South or whether it was Northern Highlands. Yep. Um, so I think that section might have been one of the toughest. I, I think I read some stuff or a couple articles saying that, you know, this the section or the group four section it might be the toughest in the state of New Jersey. So, you know, I appreciate it. Coach Gibbs was an amazing guy. His son, me and him, we kind of talked prior to his game against Northern Highlands. We talked after his game against Northern Highlands. He did tremendous. He was kind of a, a huge mentor to a whole lot of great coaches that, that are in the state of New Jersey. Um, and when it happened, I think it, I think everyone felt it. Um, including us in the inner city that some people may have not known him, but he, he touched so many, so many lives and he did so many great things and, and helped so many great kids. I think it was one of those things where we all kind of felt like we lost someone. It's true. Even that night coach, we had, um, we had a show, I think it, you know, either that night or, or the day after, and the coaches that came on all wanted to start by just paying their respects. You know, some of them maybe had never even met him, but had, you know, even a phone conversation where he had just like imparted some type of knowledge on them, you know, just always looking to grow the game. And, you know, no matter if you were on his staff, his player, someone else's player, just, um, you know, just so good for the game and uh, so well respected and liked by so many. So it's, it's um, you know, ev- everyone we speak to seems to share those sentiments. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. No problem. Um, Coach. It's special season, no matter what. You win a state championship, no matter what. If it's 102 years, if it's two years, it's special. But how much more special is it for you doing it in the town you grew up in and the program you went through? Huge, huge. (laughs) You know, I've had other opportunities to to do other things or to coach at other places, but I kind of, my heart was here. And it's kind of like, it's home for me. So my mother still lives around the corner. I walk these streets. I was that same kid that I'm coaching. And... To be able to get it done and nobody nobody has ever done it was like a surreal feeling. Like, you know, I was on cloud nine because it felt so great because we've been we've been um, rich with talent for, for many years. Um, we have one of the best pop feeder programs, pop one programs in New Jersey. So, you know, the, the question has always been, why why can't we win? Right. And around town, you hear like we, you know, we got a curse over us. And we got, you know, this, we have that, and to be able to break it all in the show, the entire community, and the amount of support and people that were there to watch that game and be able to show everyone that we can do it, we can win, was was a great feeling. Nice. And now, I mean, again, like you said, you guys always have the talent. You guys had great seasons, but now you're, you did it. You get the state championship. I mean... What's next for the program? I mean, it's just going to be, hey, expect it. Listen, oh, again, right? Like next, it's not like we want it. We're waiting 102 years. We want to yeah. win it. We want it in 365 days, right? I mean, you want another yeah. one? Absolutely. I think. I think right now for us too, we're, we're still enjoying it until until the calendar year turns. Um, right now for us is right now we we we, we take a and myself. I, I it's I take a huge huge amount of. Um, 
you know, my workload after the season to me is, is super important. People, a lot of people kind of get done with their seasons. My, my, one of my biggest things is making sure my guys get into school and find a next destination. Um, so what's next for us is going to be a huge signing day. And, uh, I think that's the reward, especially, like I said earlier, once you, you know, these kids have been working hard and doing everything you asked them to do for the last four years, um, to be able to see the light at the end of the tunnel and see so many of our guys go out and play at the highest level collegiate football, having some guys uh, make it to the pros, they can kind of see that why they're working hard. And this is the reason why I should work hard. So I think for us, these next couple of weeks, these next four weeks is basically finding, make sure our guys find a home and making sure that we put that on the highest pedestal and make sure we showcase that to the world and that we do have great kids and our kids are going to move on and do great things. Very nice. Coach, I have a little trivia question for you. That's about Dude. some Irvington history. Now, the only reason oh. I got it. <laughs> I gotta tell you, the only reason I know this is because my father is an Irvington graduate back in the okay. day. Yeah, so he imparted this little bit of knowledge on me, which I was in disbelief. So I actually double checked this evening to make sure I got it right. So my question is this: You may be teaching me something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are the Irvington. Is it the Blue Knights or just the Knights? Blue. Blue Knights. Blue Knights, right? Okay. So prior to your Blue Knights being the mascot, there was a different mascot. You know what it was? Campers. Yeah, there you go. You there got you it. Go. Yeah. <laughs> right, come on. Yeah. That was good. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were at Irvington Campus. Nicely done. Nicely done. Uh, John Beelan saying, if I was ever in a war, I'd want Coach Pierre in the foxhole with me. Coach is a there tough guy. Pure fighter all year. Then Kenny's, oh, Kenny's firing up right away. He's saying, enjoy a couple weeks off, Coach. Ha ha. I will be putting pressure on Irvington in, tw in 2022 during our pick segment. Ha ha ha. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, let them know we'll make it out that war, too. There you go. There you go. I, I, stay I, I, I got one for Coach. Way. Again, another one off script, but another one for Coach. Did you feel, let me, again, you're saying you're an Irvington kid, so, and you, like you said, like, people were saying, how come you guys never won? Not, not, I mean, when you were coaching, but you're saying for years. So, yeah. did you feel a little pressure of, not just for this team, but for that community of, like, you know, I know pressure, but like, did you just want to win it for like everybody? You know, like, of course you want to win it Absolutely. for your team, but for everybody years that you've been there, your teammates, ex coaches and stuff like that. Yeah. And, I, and I, that was, that's kind of been like my mindset. It, it, it wasn't really pressure because, you know, I can always, I always say, well, can't be that mad at smoke. Cause I, I nobody ever else, nobody done it before. Right. <laughs> at me. But I think, I think the grind and the work is wanting, I wanted to do it so bad for everyone, for those campers, for the Blue Knights, everybody that, you know, came through the Irvington High School program and put blood, sweat, and tears into that program. Because the tradition, like I said, has been so rich and there's so many great athletes that played during the camper era, that played during the Knights era. And I wanted to, to be able to get it done for everyone. I told my kids that. I preached it to the kids all year. This is just not for us, but it's for everyone that ever put on this uniform, that ever been on 1253 Clinton at. Um, and our kids understood that. And, you know, once we won it all, everybody kind of stormed the field and we were able to share the love. And, you know, we, we, we preach family and we preach a family program. So it's never about me. It's never about us. It's this team is always about Irvington period. And we kind of got it done as a city, as a community. And we got it. And we was able to win. 
That's awesome, awesome. Coach. And um, I feel like, you know, we were in uh, communication with Dr. John all year long, and I know you guys had, like, a little later practice schedule because, like he said, you pull from, from different schools and stuff um, in, in the area. But, um, you know, so we're glad we finally were able to get you on. However, I still feel like we lured you here under false pretenses because we did want to get you on the show, of course, to talk about your season. But we also wanted to let you know that – we are awarding you our All In on High School Sports Public School Team of the Year as well. So we wanted to uh, give hey. you that. <laughs> yeah, it's our second year we're doing yeah. it. Last year, uh, Becton High School was the first team to win it. And uh, you guys are now our second. Jen, I'll talk later about, like, we had a big panelist, about 20 people pick it. And uh, you guys are our non-public, I'm sorry, you guys are our public, public school yeah. Team of the year. So congratulations. Oh, you guys got you guys got to post that and tag me. Oh, you got to post that everywhere. Absolutely, we, we will. will. After the show, we'll make a post just for that and make sure. You know what? I got to make sure I have your uh, your exact Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, whatever you have. Yeah, all right, all of it. We'll get it all. That. We'll get it there, and we do have a little trophy <laughs> for you that we will get to you guys. We just um, thank you. We just uh, just got it. You know, all the votes in. You know, today, so we had to make sure that we. Um, you know, get the trophy appropriately made for you guys. So we'll, we'll definitely be presenting and, with that and, as well. And I'm not going to lie, because Jen's always the one, you know, we we got to be, we can't be biased in here. We can't <laughs> root. But, hey, I was an assistant Ramapo coach at one point, so I'm rooting for Ramapo. I'm assistant coach of St. Mary's, so I root for St. Mary's. But I got to say, coach, Irvington, I was just like, they got to I was so rooting for you, coach. Yeah, so rooting. I was like, we, they got to do it. They got to do it. And when you pulled it off and we were watching the games and we were just like, like, let's get back right on for Irvington. Make sure Dr. John's on. Yeah. I, he was hugging everybody, Dr. John. But uh, it, it's awesome. And we were, I mean, I know we were pulling for you. So uh, congratulations. And uh, I appreciate right. that. Man. I appreciate that. Totally. Uh, Belen saying. Let's go, but he's adding a couple words to it, which we won't say. We don't want to get shut down on Facebook. So, is that is this on Facebook? It's on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. It's on everything right now. Okay, okay. Yep, we're airing. It'll be on. It'll be on after two for people to follow and watch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll tag you and make sure everything's on there. Kenny's saying, "Well deserved, big honor for me being able to vote." So yes, (laughs) school team of the year. And uh, real quick, I mean, we won't get into it because Coach, like he's saying, he's still celebrating, but. Uh, next year, uh, you know, like we said, you, in the running, like same expectations next year. Absolutely, we we just, you know, I'm I'm doing exit means one by one with each which with each player. Um, I just got with the, done with the junior class yesterday, and um, we're returning a whole lot of people. And the mindset that you know, awesome. the mindset that our guys have is to repeat. Um, so the Don Shulers, the Farmer Torres, and the Addisons, those guys are not into winning the state championship and then being mediocre the next right. year. Um, so the mindset, we got to go win another one. Um, we, we, we're kind of kind of dialing and kind of honing on it a little bit more in January. Um, of course, because we got a couple more weeks to celebrate, and then we got a parade that's taking place on January 8th um, that awesome. the city of the township is throwing for us. Oh, that's fantastic. great. Yeah, and then after that, we're kind of like, let's go get this done. Let's go win another one. So. You know, is Irvington tough? It's always going to be us, and and we feel like you know we we're the only ones that can beat us, and we plan to be in that same postseason next year and fighting for our lives to try to win it again. Awesome. I have one more for Coach. I, I'm just going off the lip. Coach, your coaching staff, right? If you want to just yes. mention your coaching staff a little bit. Um, I, I've been able to surround the great, uh, you know, myself with a great group of guys. Um, a lot of those guys have been relationships that I've had with. You know, I've had with these relationships since I've been a young kid. Um, 
Nene Theodore is probably like my, you know, my associate head coach, my right hand guy who played at the University of Minnesota, who kind of oversees all the, you know, the line play, the old line play, defensive line, offensive line. Um, he's been with me forever. Um, Darnell Megan, who coached at King University, we kind of grew up with, um, is, is calling the offense for me and doing a great job. I have Nasir, Nasir Jones, who played for me years ago and who's assisting me on the defensive side of the ball that played at University of Rhode Island. Um, if he's playing, he played at Monmouth University. I have Zaire Bethea, who won two national championships with James Madison, been a national title three times, um, who's with me as well, who, um, again, played football at James Madison. Luke Excellent, played at Montclair State, was an all-conference all guy, offensive line. Um, Tyshawn Gurley, who played at Fairville State Division II, played tight end. Um, Qua, Quazera Hopkins, who, who's been running our receiving core, who's probably got the most talented group on the um, entire staff, has been with me for, the, like, the last five years as well. Um, my brother Kareem Huggins, who played in the NFL for five years, is coaching a running back. So he coached, you know, Kashir Desir, who was able to break 4,000 yards this season. He played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, played for the Jets. Um, so he's alongside of me, and he's with me day in and day out. And, you know, I have, you know, some other guys that are assisting me, Kevin Dees, who played at Delaware State. So I've, I've, I've got a great group of coaches, and I think i got about 15 guys that are working with me day in and day out who has the same mindset that are family men um, that are that are into raising these boys into becoming young adults um, and who have the passion to understand that it's just bigger than football. And it's never just about the sport that we all have an expiration date, but we got to make sure we groom these kids um, to be successful in life. And that's kind of who I surround myself with. And we all kind of have the same mission and we pour all into these kids. And that's why I think the crime is down in Irvington. Um, academics is high. Our guys are going to college at an all-time high. And we look at public school athletics football. Um, and it's because of the men that I have around me and because of the vision that I have for myself. And everybody has bought in. And our administration, like Dr. Taylor um, and our principal, Dennis, um, all are supportive. And Dr. Voss, our superintendent, have been super supportive to the football program. And it's a family atmosphere. And we got it done together as a community and as a family. That's, That's awesome. great. That's great. Coach, thank you so much for taking the time tonight. You know, um, your hard work, you know, I know you've sung the praises of the people you've surrounded yourself with and, of course, uh, your players. But, you know, I would be remiss if I didn't just speaking to you how uh, passionate you are about your program, your players, and uh, their success. You know, so thank you so much because we know how busy you are between recruiting uh, you know, having your exit interviews, the season is over, but you yep. haven't, the season is over, quote unquote, but you haven't stopped. So uh, thank you, coach. Thank you guys too. I appreciate that. I appreciate no, you guys. Coach, you know, Merry Christmas, coach, you and your family. Same to you. Same to you guys. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And we will thank tag you. you. We'll make sure we get that out so you guys, you, know, you can watch the uh, interview. Please do. Thank you. No thank problem. you, coach. Thanks, and congrats coach. on team of the year. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Got it. Appreciate it. Thank you, coach. Good night. All right. Good night. So, Coach Pierre from the state champion, Irvington Blue Knights. Um, unbelievable. Um, and again, a shout out to Dr. John Beelan. I'm not reading a comment on the screen. Beelan wants to do everything here. Um, but I do got to say one thing. I hope Dr. John's still listening. Dr. John, we want to thank him. He hooked us up with some Irvington gear. Yes. But the only thing, oh, and this is, God. and I'm, I'm, I'm half at fault, Dr. John, and Nike's half at fault. I asked for a medium. I wear a small, medium. So I asked for a medium. Dr. John gave, came through with the medium. 
but they they put these sweatshirts to small Nike. So Jen's got two hoodies now, <laughs> Doctor John. I got the Irvington. What was it? The um, lacrosse, the lacrosse shirt, which fits yeah. nice, but the hoodie. I don't know if you have a large or an extra large in that championship. Oh Send God. one. You have no shame. You no shame. No but shame. she's because you got two hoodies. <laughs> I don't have one. So I thought, Doctor John. I thought he was going to say, you know what? A nice state championship. So I could have seen you saying that. Yeah. And so. there's Doctor John right there. Coach <laughs> was the Jets coach of the week earlier this year. He never posted and talked about it. He only gave praise to his players for their accolades. He's an amazing human being. Nice. Absolutely. Like Beelin, like joking around saying you go to war. You're just here, Coach, and yeah. you're like, I'll play for him. Exactly. I'll, I'll play for him. You know, yeah. like, uh, and I love that he's saying the whole thing is, you know, after 102 years, we're, I'm going to win again. Like, <laughs> we're ready to go again. As so, uh, are, yeah. so he's saying, Dr. John, so you want a large, no problem. Oh, my gosh. Dr. Oh. Large, extra large. Oh, my gosh. You're, again, she, no Coach shame. Dr. John, no shame. she's got two sweatshirts now. It's not fair. I want to I want to go out. I want to go Christmas shopping. I want to wear an Irvington sweatshirt. I don't have one. She's wearing one. I mean, that's, you know. And I don't blame. That's that's on me and Nike. Nike with the shrinkage, with the, the, the shirts. XL, oh LOL. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, I got a great, I found a great, um, Taylor, who can just yeah, yeah, takes in yep. football jersey, so he could fix the uh, thing. Beelin saying XL, LOL, um, XL, Doctor John for me, XL. Oh All right, goodness. so again, let, let's go over how we picked sure. and what we went into our team of the year. So um, we had a pick segment. Oh, wait, Doctor John saying, wait, Jen reps Irvington in public. Hundred percent, absolutely. I would. Yep. I just my yep. sweatshirt doesn't fit. It's it's super. I have tight. like a double reason to. Like I said, we support the athletics there. You were kind enough to send them to us, and my father went there, so I feel like it's a little little double. So, uh, all right. So we did a pick segment every week, and we had a different. We had you know maybe I think two pickers who who picked twice for us, but we had a different picker every week. We did our running total for the pick segment. Um, so at the end of the year, we asked. Obviously, Kurt and I had a vote, and then Kenny and Mr. Beelin picked every week, so they had a vote. And then we asked every single one of our guest pickers to pick five teams. You know, we gave them about 20 teams that we'd covered throughout the year that they think um, encapsulated the team of the year. We gave them a little criteria. It did not have to be just, quote-unquote, the, the right. best record or the best in the state that they thought, but maybe a team that overcame an obstacle or had uh, a momentous occasion, something. Um, you know, and then it was up to them, and they gave us their first five, and whoever they picked first got five points. The second one got four points, three points. We had, like, a sliding scale. I tabulated them all up, and that's how we came to our um, public school winner and our non-public school winner. We already revealed that our public school winner was the very worthy Irvington Blue Knights. Um, and Can I just give a couple comments? Um, Kenny is saying, oh, wait, Dr. John's saying, oh, wait, that time we got that one. Kenny's saying, wait, Dr. John Kurt never wears his all-in sweatshirt. Send that like, <laughs> my way instead. Dr. John's saying, Jen, that's your amazing. Wearing, repping the gear. Beeland's saying, next year I'm buying all-in on high school swag. <laughs> Dr. John Kurt, I'll send it over XL. Also, send me the sizes of your interns. I want to take care of them. Oh, so nice, Dr. John. Thank you. Um, Beelan's asking who was second. Oh, you know, um, I'd have to look at the spreadsheet again. Um, it was actually a tie, if I'm not mistaken. For second. For second. Okay, so again, congratulations to um, Irvington as our public school of the year. Mm -hmm. And just like you said, Jen, the non we also have a non-public school of the year. Um, do you want me to announce that one? Sure, or do you want to announce that one? Okay, that one I believe 
will be the number four ranked team in the country, the Bergen Catholic Crusaders. First team in a long time to go undefeated, which I was deadly wrong against. I had to apologize to Coach uh, Vito Campanelli <laughs> last week. But uh, Bergen Catholic undefeated, number one in the state, number four in the country. They are our non-public uh, team of the year. Mm-hmm. So we will also uh, receive a trophy. We'll get to Coach Vito at some point. Mm-hmm. And uh, anything on Bergen real quick? Uh, no, I mean, you, you summarized it perfectly. 12-0, and 0, non-public A state champs, number one ranking in the state of the New Jersey, and number four in the country. You know, very deserving. Yep, I mean, so. beat Bosco twice. Mm-hmm. You know, you beat St. Joe's twice. Uh, just day in and day. I'm sorry, Again, I'm not beating St. Joe's. I mean, they beat St. Peter's twice. Uh, beat Seton Hall Prep, you know, and it's just week in and week out. You know, you look at two schedules. I mean, we have Irvington and we have Burton Catholic. I mean, their schedules every week is just insane. It's 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 like, I always say it's like the SEC of college football. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just every week you have a tough opponent. So uh, I want to congratulate Bergen Catholic for the non-public uh, team of the year. We, uh, last year was our inaugural year as a, um, you know, high school sports program, right? And we culminated our football season with the team of the year. As you mentioned earlier, the Becton Wildcats were our first winner. Um, this year, we expanded it to a public school and a non-public school to kind of keep the playing field a little even. Um, and we're adding one more award this year. We're adding a Coach of the Year award. And this year's recipient is going to be Coach Drew Gibbs. Um, and moving forward, next year, we'll rename the award the All-In in High School Sports Drew Gibbs Coach of the Year. And what this award stands for is that everything that Coach Gibbs embodied, a man of character integrity, a coach who inspired his players to reach their full potential, a role model that guided their athletes to success in sport and life by instilling in them the values of honesty, integrity, and a positive attitude, and a coach who led by example and consistently demonstrated dedication and continuous improvement. So we'd like to honor Coach Gibbs with that Coach of the Year award and name it in his honor moving forward. Yes, uh, John Beelan's given the uh, little prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. I mean, listen, we, we, we had we talked about Coach Gibbs probably the past month. Uh, we had a great little tribute show to him where we had ex-coaches, uh, his son Brian, ex-players last week, just talk about him for I mean, a two-hour show. And... Um, Hey, he deserves this award, and it's awesome that it's going to be in his name going, going forward. forward. And everybody who gets this year in, year out going forward, um, it's just it's special to have Coach Gibbs' name on that. Absolutely. So uh, Coach of the Year, uh, Coach Drew Gibbs. All right, our next little bit is a little bit of a season recap. We have kind of kind of some quick hitters, still a little term from the K&K Sports Show. So what's our first quick hitter that we're going to um, Our first quick hitter season? is, let me get my notes, <laughs> um, a couple of impressive performances, whether you have a single game. I, 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 I mean, I have a couple season performances, okay. but let's see what you got. Well, my first impressive performance was uh, Curtis Whiting in his uh, for Hackensack 
with uh, his seven touchdown outing, setting the school record. We had him on the show, and uh, not only is he impressive in his football prowess, but in um, his humble personality as well. Just a great kid. Hopefully, he'll continue great things at the next level. That was my. That's one of the first things I have. Which okay. One, we'll, we'll want to go back and forth. You have yeah, a we'll go back also? and forth. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start with Matt uh, Matthew Manning Ooh, from Park Ridge. Yep, okay. um, I'm not going to do a game. I, I went more like for a season. Okay. Um, 1,530 yards and 25 touchdowns leading Park Ridge to a sectional championship. Um, this kid was phenomenal. I mean, I we watched them play Rutherford in, in the NJIC final, which they actually lost to Rutherford. But, I mean, this kid... And he, I want to say he, he played, like, the last four games with either a broken wrist. I mean, he had, like, the... Uh, the club on, but he was taking direct snaps out of a Wildcat, catching passes, just a straight handoff. Kid played defense. I mean, the kid's an absolute stud. Park Ridge is going to miss him. 1,530 yards, 25 touchdowns, Matthew Manning, Park Ridge. All right, my other impressive performance, um, I went with another one that was kind of a game performance. Um and I, I don't know how I can't bring in that Ramapo Northern Highlands game, and I'm going to give the, the impressive performances to both quarterbacks down the stretch. Um, you know, Jack Gresser from Ramapo and Enzo Arjonza. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly, Arjonza. Ar, Arjonza. So, uh, again, impressive clock management, cool, calm, collected. I didn't feel like I was watching high school players on the field, so um, that's my next impressive performance. Kenny's saying, Jen and Kurt, next week I would love to join the show for an inaugural all-in Jeopardy <laughs> quiz, putting the two of you against each other to see who knows more about the show. Absolutely, Kenny. <laughs> Sounds good. We're in. On, on a side note, I do want to say that Kenny came up with that that type of idea to try to break our tie for the the Pickham champ for this year because we were tied. Well, you know, hey, wait, wait, wait. Let me please let me finish. It was an awesome idea, and the only reason that I just said I don't want to do it is because Kurt heard the idea first and was totally gung ho. So I feel like he felt he had some advantage. <laughs> well, is this? Let me ask you. I didn't feel like I just felt I'm like he had an advantage. Question. Okay, I'm gonna ask you a question. Is this show about me? No. no. Is this show about you? <laughs> no, definitely Who's not. Who's the show about? The kids. The kids and the audience yeah. and the coaches. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to post tomorrow night. We'll get one of the interns. I, I haven't no, heard no, this no, no, yet. No. Let's see you where didn't. this is going. We're going to get one of the... We're going to get... We're going we're gonna to post it up. We're going to give one week. Actually, less than... We're going to go from tomorrow night till next Tuesday airtime. We come on at 8 o'clock. And we're going to have a poll. And we're going to have the audience, whether it's players coaches, ADs, they're going to decide how to break our No, we're tie. done. No, if the football, it's done, the pick them, it's done. It's been, we, we didn't come up, we should have come up with it before. We dropped the ball. We, you know, we're just, so it's, it's a tie. I love that Kenny had a great idea. I just, Kenny knows because I spoke to him. I just didn't trust that Kurt, I felt like Kurt felt he had an advantage because Kurt would never go for it if he felt like he was going to Kenny's lose. saying, I apologize for not knowing him, but the female player you had from Long, Long Island. Island. Great, that's a good okay. one. Good one for a thing. Yeah. I, I also have Curtis Whiting. Um, again, season. That is a good one. 1,609 yards, 16 touchdowns. And again, Hackensack, they did not have an easy schedule. I mean, they played tough teams, played mm -hmm. Clifton a couple of times. I believe they played Highlands. Um, week in and week out, a tough schedule, PCTI. Um, so six, almost 2,000 yards. Uh, congratulations, Curtis Whiting. All right, um, I have a team performance on there. The Clifton comeback game 
over Eastside in their sectional semifinals. Yes. Not the, final. Was final. So before sectional the regional, final. Sectional final. Um, just, I mean, we watched it be streamed. Um, it it just was an amazing performance. It, it just really was, and uh, it was exciting. So I I, I picked that as a, as an impressive team performance. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenny with a zing to Beelin. One thing I know is Beelin's the only one who hasn't finished in first since Kenny won last year, and we tied for first. Bing, 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 Beelin, he got him. All right, my next one. You said it before. You talked about uh, Enzo and Mr. Grusser in that sectional. I mean, in that sectional final, which was just a phenomenal game. But uh, I want to throw some stats for this year. Okay. Okay. Jack Grusser, Ramapo. Um, passing yards. 2,645 yards, 32 touchdowns. Now, is he just a thrower? No. Why? Because he's a ridiculous... He probably might be the fastest kid in Jersey. What do you do rushing? 764 yards and 12 touchdowns. Mr. Enzo Arjona, 2,429 yards, 30 touchdowns, 778 rushing yards, with seven touchdowns. So those two guys together, I'm going to add this up quick. <laughs> 34. What's 34 and 32? 66. 66,000. I'm sorry, 6,600 <laughs> yards total. Okay. They had combined. Grusser had 42 touchdowns. Arjona had 37. I mean, that's insane for those two players. Yeah, and it's no wonder that game, you know, is one of the ones where, uh, you know, I picked as one of the top performances. Dr. John's saying, I feel like you guys should sell a shirt that says, hashtag Jen is done, since she's having, not having anything to do with that tiebreaker. You know what, Dr. John? It's like, I'll tell you what it is. It's like, like the old college football days, you know. I can't wait to hear this. Notre Dame's ranked number one. Miami's ranked number one. And then somebody's like, hey, you know, you guys can play in the ball game. My, no, no, no. We're being cut ones. We're being cut ones. We're good. We're good. A, we're, would, we'll both take the thing. No, no, no. I would play you in a you bowl see, game. see, Dr. John, what no, I did no, no. with? I would play you in a bowl game. That's like, that goes with what the whole... T- Pickham was about right. It, it's long as it's on par. I'm not gonna potentially give up like winning over something that is not related at all. Some farce where you could pull out some win. What's yeah. a farce? Yeah, something that's like not related, like something that's just fun and whatever, but like not really related to the Pickham. No. Doctor John's right. We have you know we have to we have to open a store next year because we have some. I mean like that hashtag Jen is done <laughs> hashtag you know something like you know. Beeling like a Beeling standing shirt with an arrow going down, you know, um, stuff like that. You know, right, our next our next quick hitter is 2021 surprise team. All right, I'm giving my first surprise team as was because of their run in the state tournament. So I'm picking Hanover Park because they kind of eked in. I'm going to use the word eked in, but peaked at the right time. Right, um, which is so important when the state tournament comes around, right? And uh, had like a Cinderella-esque run to their their sectional final. So I'm gonna pick Hanover Park as my first surprise team of 2021. Okay, my first one is you mentioned them before in a game, and 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 listen, I mean, if there's a lot of teams that uh, 
that probably if they can go back and play it, they'd want to play it in that seaside. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, up, I believe it was 18, was it 18 nothing, 19 nothing in a state sectional final. Um, but, you know, eight and four, again, heartbreaker the first time against Clifton, heartbreaker in the sectional final. But you know what? East side's kind of been like on the quiet side and they're back. You know, they got, I think they're expecting next year already, you know, uh, from reading a couple things. Hey, they're going to be right back. But um, for Eastside to be in the sectional final and that close, I'm going to say my first team is Eastside. Uh, my second surprise team is not really like surprise takes on a little different meaning. I think not because it's a school that's rich in football tradition, but I feel like, um, you know, they ended last year strong, carried it right in and carried the whole way through. But I'm going to go with Caldwell um, only with the, um, you know, having again. So how difficult to have that undefeated season, yeah. but with, I'm going to say like with authority as well, mm -hmm. you know, I think they um, re-emerged right. as a potential powerhouse. Right. How many times, I know the, the Cedar Grove game was, I believe it was 30 to 22, so it was relatively close, but a lot of those games were not close, mm -hmm. so in a dominant right. fashion. My other one, I'm going to go a different way, and, and what uh, made me say this is, I was speaking to one of our Texan, one of our guest pickers, uh, Frankie Calandrillo from Garfield, and he mentioned... Um, and he mentioned uh, Saddlebrook, mm -hmm. you know, and Saddlebrook is in that other league that they they, they put those yep. teams in, and I believe they were eight and one or nine and one, upset Bogota in the the championship game, right. and it's a player uh, Billy Van Kersen who was, uh, you know, I coached him under Frank Calandrillo in the Garfield Junior Football Program, so uh, nice little job he did there, yeah, and uh, nice. that that was yep. a nice surprise, and. Uh, to see where he's going. Mark Caldero. Hey, guys, just to let you know, my son made the varsity wrestling team as a freshman. Proud of you, buddy. Oh, that's Congratulations, fantastic. Mark. Well, you know what? We'll have to see if we can get, we'll get him on. on get, we'll get the Absolutely. wrestling team on, yeah. Mark. Set it up. Congratulations, and good luck this season. That's Set fantastic. That up. John, nice. Dr. John, absolutely with Eastside. Coach Mags did an amazing job this year. Group 5 was so close this year. They could have easily been playing at MetLife Rutgers. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But, Mark, let's definitely set that up. Speak to the yep. coach. We'd love to have him yeah, on. Yeah, definitely. Uh, early sleeper for next year. You want me to go? First? I'll start. Okay. Um, listen, being a Ramapo guy, it was always Ramapo Wayne Hills, and we sat here week after week and tough loss after tough loss after tough loss, and um, it's not going to happen again. Um, you know, they play a tough schedule. Hey, Doctor Doctor uh, Doctor John was one of the teams. Um, I believe they played Irvington. Um, Irvington played West uh, Wayne Hills. I believe. I could be. I could be wrong. I'm not sure. Not one hundred percent sure. I know Ridgewood did. So I'm not one hundred percent sure if they did. But uh, I'm going to go Wayne Hills. I think they bounce back. They get some of those wins that were close losses. They did. And I they did right. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, I think from from that. First game where they lost that overtime. Yep, Dr. John said we did. That first overtime out-of-state game that they lost, it was like things just, you know, it's not your year. But I right. think Wayne Hills bounces back. That's a good one. That's a very good one. Um, my early sleeper for next season is Woodridge. I think Coach Katrona has, um, you know, inspired that team. And I think they are going to continue on an upswing. I think they're going to make some noise in the NJIC. So that's my early sleeper. Okay. Player to look out for next year. You already highlighted him. I'm going Jack Russer, Ramapo football quarterback. So am I. <laughs> so am I. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting. We don't know what Ramapo is going to do with a head coach, but whoever is the head coach of that team, 
I mean, to have that guy mm-hmm. as your signal caller mm-hmm. in his first year, what he did, and now he's going to be in year two as a starter. Again, we said it, not only great passer, but he really truly, I mean, he's like, he's ridiculously fast. I mean, he might be the fastest player in the state of New Jersey. And just to have him behind those controls for year two, it's just going to be unbelievable to watch. You know, I remember having a conversation with Coach Breslin, one of the uh, defensive coaches for Ramapo, and him telling us preseason about their quarterback. And then we saw him opening night. We went to the game yep. at Ramapo. And then, obviously, we saw them play a few times, but we did also see his last game of the season against Northern Highlands. And as impressed as we were game one, I felt like you saw him continue to evolve throughout the season. Unbelievable. So there's just something special about, you know, seeing that unfold, and I think that he has a a great senior year ahead of him. So looking forward to to seeing him I'm with you. I got Jack Wester, too. I'm totally with you. (laughs) Kenny saying, I think we're going to need a side bet. If Jen wins, Kurt wears a Virginia shirt. If Kurt wins, Jen wears a St. John's shirt. Actually, I love that. Kenny, instead of Virginia, can I get him a shirt that says, I love Tony Bennett? Oh, <laughs> the singer. <laughs> the singer is right. Next one. Team you can't wait to see next year. Why don't you start this one? I'm going to start this one off. You know what? It's, it's, we had coach on, we had their girls on. I believe we had their boys on, but I'm excited to see PCTI. That's a good one. Um, you know, they had a great playoff one, play, uh, playoff run. Big ups. Listen, Ridgewood was one of the hottest teams. Windows 95, Dr. John. We'll get into that later. <laughs> Every time you come on, by the way, Dr. John, I want to have the Windows 95 sound bit. That's what we, we'll have that for next season. You know, like the Windows 95. But, um, lose, lose listening, he's probably laughing. But, um, you know, they got the Die Brothers. They return. They were great players this year. I'm going to go PCTI. Right. By the way, a couple things real quick. Um, Dr. John, player to look out for Josh uh, Olaremi, quarterback at, how do you say it, Jen? Colonia. Colonia. He's going into his senior year. He'll have a he'll have a Hunter Perez-like season. The coaches at Colonia will work with him a lot. He'll be very good. Kenny's mm-hmm. saying, I want to see, this is a good one. I want to see Coach Johnson's Full first full years head oh, coach that's of Saint a great Mary. One. Good oh, one, Kenny. That's a very good, one. good one. Me too. I'm pumped up about that. Dr. John saying promise. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll work we on that. That would be awesome. Okay, which how about you? You know what? I, I cheated a little bit on this one. I kind of um th- first I said the usual non public battles. You know, just looking forward to seeing that again. Um and then I kind of like to see what happens with some of the teams that like ended on a really high note and a, some teams that maybe had like a dis, more disappointing ending. Like, um, like how does Cliff, I don't want to bring up Clifton's game and, you know, I know it was very a controversial decision, but you know, I'd like to see how they respond to that. Like sometimes, you know, adversity is the tool you need to drive you. And I'd like to see if they turn that into um, something next year. Similar to DePaul. Yep. You know, I feel like... Um, not that Unfinished they, business. Yeah, it, it, perfect way to describe Unfinished it. Unfinished business. Not that any of these teams, I don't want mean to make it sound like they have anything to be um, ashamed of. They had phenomenal runs, and I know they just wish it ended differently. Yep. You know, And uh, DePaul, I think, really had a shot at that non-public B. I just feel like Red Bank Catholic was a team of destiny yeah, this year. Yeah. Um, so I think DePaul wants to get that back. I think Ramsey, 
I'm interested to see how they kind of respond. Yep. Um, you know, I know Coach Bear, we, we put the pressure on him every week. We were predicting where you know, he would be in the finals against Caldwell in particular. We were looking for that matchup. Um, I'm sure those kids are chomping at the bit yep. to get back out there. Um, and then conversely, some teams that, you know, will Caldwell continue their – they now have the unbeaten streak, right, in New Jersey yep. at 15, um, you know, dating back to last season. Um, you know, Cedar Grove, uh, Jefferson and Hanover Park ended on really high note. You know, yep. will they – so I'm kind of interested to see how some of those teams, you know, either continue or, like, use their adversity, uh, you know, to kind of spark them, fuel them all season long next year. Uh, Dr. John, breaking some news. Irvington and PCTI have requested to play each other next year. Oh, very nice. For your nice. information. Cool. That would be a great game. Yeah. Great game. Yep. PCTI is going to be very good next year. Um, okay, now we have some early predictions for 2022. You want me to start it off? Go ahead, you go I'll first. start it off. Jack Grusser will be the, well, I don't know how many there are, but he will be a first state. A first-team All-State quarterback as he leads Ramapo. Um, again, I don't know the whole bracket and that's going to switch and stuff like that, um, but he's going to lead them to the title next year. All right, my first one is Bergen Catholic doesn't rebuild. They reload. Okay. <laughs> Kenny is going to – actually, Kenny's right on time. And Public <laughs> Becton is going to bounce back big time next nice, year. Nice, And you know what my number two one is? I don't know how it's going to work. Like, I got to see how it works, like, with semifinals or finals. But Coach Marr, Coach Longo, Coach Ross, Coach McGuire. Who else am I forgetting there? Farina. Farina. Yep. Um, oh, my God. I can't. Uh, defensive coordinator. My God, I forgot his name. Uh, It'll come to you. It'll come to me. With a B. I forgot his name. Pressure's on you, boys. Because you know why? <laughs> Written down. For the NJIC championship, not only is it for the NJIC championship, it's for the borough and that town championship. Rutherford, back to East Rutherford for the NJIC championship right, next nice, year, baby. Nice. That's what it's going to be. All Let's right. go. I've got DePaul will win non-public B next year. Okay. And I have one more. My last one is non-public A. Kenny said, watch out. Um, by the way, Kenny's also saying, I want to see... Coach Lucas in year two with Harrison. Oh, nice. That's a good, good one, one, too. Yep. Um, Non-public A, we heard uh, our Darren Cooper was on with us a couple of weeks ago, and he said a year away, and we watched him in their run. Don Bosco next year gets back, and they win that state title over St. Peter's Prep. Mm, and why do I say that? Because of the quarterback. I'm telling you, I mean, Don Bosco's got the kid, Nick Minacucci, he's a very good quarterback. But Peters, champ long. If you watch, you would be like, Kurt, that's a guy you, like, that's your, that's my guy. Fired up, runs, throws. I'm telling you, I think, he, and, and you know what it is? And Bergen's going to have a sick defense. They're going to be a little inexperienced with the quarterback. Listen, their quarterback's going to Notre Dame. It's it's going to be a loss. So that's why I'm going to take the quarterback in the position. Again, defense still wins championships, so Bergen will be there. But I'm just saying, I could change it. Um, Jay Cook is saying, what's up, bro? Say hi to the wifey. What's going on, Jay? <laughs> Hello. Um, 
So I'm going to take Bosco over St. Peter's. Again, we can change this. Oh my god. Right now. Already is my early prediction. Already. Well, I want to see what I want to see what Bergen's going to do at quarterback. <laughs> All right, my my last true like um, early prediction for 2022 is that Caldwell will continue their unbeaten streak into postseason play. So that's some pressure on Caldwell right there. Okay, but- and I have hang on, hang on, I have a uh, a kind of funny prediction for next year, Doctor John. I hope you're listening. This would have been the perfect time to cue the music. I think a team that runs a wing T offense will win a sectional title in 2022. There's that prediction. Well, sectional title? Well, remember, there's, there's true I state a, champions I now. I said sectional. So I said sectional. But is there still sectionals? Of or course. are they just true there's state champions? sectional. There's a sectional champion, and then there's a group champion. Yes. We got to see. <laughs> Jay Cook saying, Kenny, miss bro. Miss my bro. I miss you. So Jay Cook is saying he misses Kenny. So... But wait, 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 you're gonna put a prediction. Like, is Caldwell gonna run this? Is is Caldwell gonna finish it undefeated? Are they gonna go into 2023? I said, I said they're gonna. No, they're. I don't. I'm not predicting that they will. I'm gonna predict that they're. I'm predicting that maybe they're gonna lose in the postseason. But I think that they'll get to postseason play. That's my prediction. Okay. You're allowed to change your prediction. You're you're harping on my prediction. This is so typical. Doctor John is saying, <laughs> of course they will. I'm not sure which one he's saying. Of course they will. I'm so. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna guess he's saying it about a wing T offense. Oh, wing T offense. <laughs> but I gotta ask Doctor John. Are there still? Because I do want to ask him this. Next year. Two things for Dr. John before we go. Number one, are they still having quote-unquote sectional champions or are they just saying you're group one, group two, group three, group four, group five? Because that, I think, is changing. But they're, again, in football was the only sport that did not have a group title, right? So speaking from other sports, field hockey, basketball, lacrosse, which I've coached, right? You have your section and then your group. So oh, yes, the sectionals. Sectional. Okay, so you are still see, sectionals. See, he doesn't believe me until somebody else says it. It's very frustrating. <laughs> and my Lived se- it. Lived it as a player and a coach. <laughs> and my second question to Dr. John, if he was on, I wish he did uh, answer this, but it's going to be like the other sports. Okay, so that's it is like that. Again, well, when you're in a Catholic school, you, play, you always played a true state champion yeah. anyway, so okay. that changed. Sectional playoffs followed by a four-team group playoff. Okay, my next question, Dr. John, again, you, you hit it on the note, Clifton East Orange, two great programs, unbelievable game. Eastside. No, no. Are you talking about, oh, East the, the, oh the, uh, the, the, the regional game, the, final. The regional okay. final. Sorry. Okay. Dr. John, it was definitely big-time controversy there. Mm-hmm. What can they do... And we hope nobody from the NJSI is staying on because Dr. John will be getting a call in the office tomorrow. <laughs> but in all seriousness, is there anything they can do to prevent something like this from happening again, especially in a big game like this? I mean, you had replay. I mean, well, you know what? I know we're going to wait for uh, Dr. John to, to chime in. But you know what's funny is you feel like you can be as proactive as possible, right, to try to prevent these things from happening but even at the professional level you still have you stuff still, that happens yeah, like you know that, of i mean it's um but um he said yes here's the deal with no, that we gotta, we gotta, let's see what we he gotta says. Wait. i hope he's a fast typer no 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 i mean you know what but it's again like you know listen east orange tremendous program mm-hmm. clifton tremendous program but the way that game ended oh i know I, you, you know yeah yep, yep. kenny's saying that's awesome dr john Marilyn does it that way and it's been very successful in my opinion right. and you know 
what's interesting too is at Rutgers, look back at the film. We weren't allowed to have end zone cams. So the question is like, see what's interesting though is because Rutgers had them, you know, the, um, the, uh, were they not allowed to use them there though? I don't know. And that, that's kind of the question. Like, is it because all year long they weren't able to all use All of our type? huddle cameras were from the press box. Okay. Um, Jay Cook, by the way, I wanted to tell you both, I'm sorry about Briggsy. He's so missed. True brother. So oh, absolutely. That's very nice, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Dr. John, so the refs can only see the huddle film for replay, which was shot from oh, the press box. Oh, so they box. didn't have the... End zone yeah. view. And what's hard is in this era of social media here's everybody pushing the picture with the kit you know like it's just so hard you know and the refs are down there in real time making that call you know so the picture yeah. that you see where it appeared the clifton player scored so you know I, I guess i guess this is my question and you know was the nj.com in the end zone, uh, in the end zone. See? Yeah. my question i guess is and this is like every game i mean i know this happened if this all started with, I, I want to say it was New Milford and Heights a couple of years, I mean, oh, gosh, years yeah. ago where they threw the play, you know, the ball, whatever yeah. it was, but it ended yeah. up that I believe it was New Milford and Heights was the game where it all started with this. Now we're going to get to the replay. Where going forward, are we just going to do this in a sectional game? Are we going to do this in these right, state right. championship games? I mean, you know, are you going to have this in the NJIC Playoff, right. what games should be replay? Is every game going to be a replay? Because we look back at a team. Say you have now you have a playoff, right? There's brackets. You might have a team that I lose week three cost me from being a playoff game. You know, you never, you never know. So going forward, what's going to be? What games are going to have replays? Is it just going to be the big stadiums? Like because right, well, because then then it becomes a cost for the school. Because how are they? Do they have to implement all those types of cameras if they're going to make replay? Do you know what I mean? That that's right. A, a, I know. Yeah. I know. I think Dr. John. Gave Dr. John's saying so. Yeah. Someone streaming the game did a screenshot, blew it up, and that's how they got that image. Interesting. Yeah. But you know, like, yeah. what do you like? Where is it I'm gonna going? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. This is not. I don't mean this to sound callous. Um, you know, because there's no bigger stage for those in high school sports for those kids to play on and want to win at um you know it's and i'm sure their coaches spoke about this you know um that it's sadly it's a lesson in life you know it's that thing sometimes don't you know as much as they might truly have crossed over the you know the the end zone you know it's just and that's what that's what sports is, right? Life lessons, right. you know? And I, I, I don't say that to take anything away or belittle their feelings at all. But now, um, do, or but, coach, do you, are you going to give coaches challenges? Are you going to have a challenge? Yeah. and Or you just look at it because it was on the goal line. What if You know, like, that's where... Are you really going to be all in on that? And like I'm saying, is it just going to be at MetLife and Rutgers? What if, um, you know, Ramsey can get it? Does Ramsey have it and Mawa doesn't? You right, know, like, right. what, what's... Where, where are we going to go? Yeah. So, Dr. Johnson, I don't know, maybe the play stands. You know, it's... You think about how many of these years ago when the technology wasn't where it is of now. Of course. You know, and then you just had the argument of, like, I felt like I was in. I know I was in, you know, and how many people felt like they, yeah. they lost games that way. You know, now we have some, some images. And you know, we still and... watch a hundred times where, you know, we're watching a game 
we're looking on Twitter and we hear an announcer and they're like, this will get overturned. And it's still, the play stands. Yeah. And you're or like, even... how is it standing? Like, NFL right. guys, and you see the evidence yeah. and nope, we can't we can't do it because we called it a touchdown. So it's, you know, and you're or like, even, oh my God. Or even in some sports where you aren't allowed to challenge in certain right. circumstances. Right. That just happened in you, a basketball right. game, you right? You can't the challenge this. Call. Yes. Yeah, like, oh, well, it wasn't called goaltending, so they couldn't challenge it because the call wasn't made when it was in replay. It was clearly goaltending. You know, uh, Dr. John, keep in mind, instant replay has only been utilized since 2008. Kenny, it unfortunately 18. happened, but it happens at every level of the NFL. Yeah. Refs are human. Yep. Cameramen are human. It's unfortunately going to happen. Yeah. Um, but just the way it ended, like it's a little, you know, I don't know. It's it, it's tough. You know, it's tough to accept that. Oh, of course. It's tough to of accept course. that. That's yep. where, you know, and again, two great programs, East Orange and Clifton, both deserving of winning that. And uh, hey, you had, you had a close game, the game in overtime like that. It's you know. As a coach, you you watch your players, your kids, you know, play so hard, and you feel they're so deserving, and you feel so wronged when you really truly, right. you know. So it's hard to accept at that point, not even for yourself as a coach, but for your players. But think about know? this, Jen. Like, how many players? Like that was the last play they've ever gonna play. Like, that's yeah. how their se- that's how their careers ended. You know, I feel a little you know? bad for East Orange in this scenario, though, because everyone is, you know, again, not to take anything away from Clifton, but you don't want to take away. And you know oh, what? Of course. The, look, the Clifton coach, true class act, you know, even though he was upset about the call, gave, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Praise? Yes, thank you, to, to the East Orange team and those kids. You know, And again, yes. I, I just love that he was able to express his dissatisfaction, but at the same time you know, show true sportsmanship and, and commend the other team yep. as well. His heart broke for his own players, but um, again, just a, a true Hey, act. listen, I, I mean, we're, yeah. we're sitting there joking, but you know, you take the call, you take the call. What's East Orange going to do? <laughs> it's not a touchdown? Right, right. I mean, be realistic, right. you know? Right. like. Well, yeah, again, that's where you kind of, you know, sometimes that's we the way see, it goes, yeah, you, you know? know? You want to take away from, from them, yeah. But um, so. Dr. John saying, absolutely, I'm sorry to see the game end up yeah, that way. Yeah, it's tough. It, it, it was crazy, as crazy as this was, is because it's not just like, okay, it's a fourth down, they didn't get in, okay. But you know what? Now their defense has a chance to stop East Orange. They called it the touchdown. So that's just the game. Yeah. You know, it's like they never even have had a shot to go on defense to, like, get that back. So that's the only thing. But, hey, hats off to Coach Oliver and East Orange. Mm-hmm. Undefeated state champs, too. And hats off to Clifton. Uh, yeah. Just like you said, that game versus Eastside and the run they had all year. Yep. But um, that's it I think that's our, it for tonight. That's it for our award show. Thank you again to Coach Pierre for joining us as well to represent um, you know, his Irvington program and, of course, the recipient of our public school team of the year. So congratulations, Irvington. Congratulations, Bergen Catholic. And congratulations to Coach Drew Gibbs. Uh, from now on, that will be, again, the All-On High School Sports Coach Drew Gibbs Award. Um, and we will see everybody um, next Tuesday night, correct? Yep. And uh, everybody, good luck with shopping. <laughs> Get it done. Don't be like me. <laughs> Thank right. you for watching. See you guys next week.